since I had only a namesake breakfast, I was feeling like a starved lion eager to pounce upon any prey in the vicinity. Sadly, I was not able to find any eatery or hot hotel nearby in the campus and I was on the lookout for one. Luckily, just outside the Site campus, I spotted a small, stylishly thatched and furnished cafe some yards away from the campus, with some chairs laid invitingly to bait the passers-by. I took a chair like any other customer would and was on was waiting for a bartender to arrive although there was no other customer in the in the in the eatery there i was surprised it took so long for the waiter to approach me to take the order thankfully a middle-aged white complexioned woman with a bright colored apron hung from her neck approached me after a few minutes and handed me a stylish menu card with, a, with the strange looking names of eatables and drinks on offer. The major part of the menu card appeared to be occupied by a list of fiery hot drinks like whiskey, martini, vodka and various types of milder stuffs like beer and wine with exorbitant rates for each item mentioned in France. However, I could spot the names of some reasonably priced sandwiches and selected an item marked Croque Monsieur and a lemonade drink, lured more by the names than by the prices of these items. The waitress brought the items sooner than I expected and I swallowed the cheesy tasted toasted bread pieces with great alacrity and gulped down the lemonade with gusto. When the bartender brought the bill for the above after a few minutes I felt that my heart stopped for a moment. The total bill amounted to about 20 francs, although I had only imagined the bill figure to be in the vicinity of about 10. Oh God, I could have had a wonderful five-course lunch or dinner with such an amount back home in Delhi or Chuchu, I lamented. Cursing the high cost of living that I have to live with, I grudgingly continued my journey towards Austerlitz Station. Unlike some other metro stations that I chanced to see during the short stay, Sita University Station was not equipped with automatic mechanical escalators, and hence I was forced to struggle to carry the heavy suitcase to the metro compartment with a lot of physical and mental discomfort. With changeover at Dunfer Rocheru and Chatelet main junctions, I was nevertheless able to make my way to Austerlitz metro station and railway station well ahead of the appointed time of train departure. 
Much to my surprise, I was amazed to discover there was no overcrowding or messiness or dirt associated with the Indian train stations and everything seemed to work orderly as a metronym. The platforms were neat and well laid out and there were signboards in French language everywhere to guide the passengers. Further, in the well-covered, immensely spacious main hall, there was a huge signboard depicting clearly the arrival and departure times of various trains with the destination de details in huge bold letters, the corresponding platform number marked for each arriving or departing train, as the case may be. At the entrance of each numbered platform, an official of railway company, SNCF, attired in uniform, could be seen answering some queries to a few travelers who had some questions to in their mind. I too sought the official, an official, the, the advice of an offi SNCF official regarding my ticket and train and he told me in butler english and in half french the number of the compartment that i had to board and the number of the seat assigned to me keep the ticket ready to be shown to the inspector okay he advised me in french english as i was about to board the appointed compartment few yards away on the quay or the platform I was impressed, needless to say, the experience and the professionalism in public utility systems that I had encountered during the stay, albeit short, in the famed French capital metropolis. With little difficulty, I was able to locate my seat, and when I looked at my watch, it was about five minutes to departure time. Maybe the train may leave after 30 minutes, I mused silently reminded of the perennial delays that I had experienced while using the railway transport system back home in Delhi and Bombay or Trichur. Maybe I should take a walk and see the station surroundings and be back within a few minutes to take my seat. I descended to the platform and was about to roam around when I heard a gentle whistle from one end of the train and the passengers were seen scurrying to get into the train. Sensing that the train will leave the station exactly on time and that I may be left behind on the platform, though I was only a few seconds late, I too jumped onto my compartment and took up my allotted seat with a huge sigh of relief. The interior of the train was elegantly furnished like the interior of an aircraft, and everything inside the train was spick and span, with no sign of unprofessionalism and untidiness to be seen anywhere. The journey was so smooth and interior so noiseless that even a whisper could be dis discerned from the passenger seated in the next seat. A gentle glance to the outside across the glass or plastic paneled windows of the compartment revealed that the trees and meadows lining, in the, or lining or in the vicinity of the railway track 
were moving away from me at breakneck speed. And soon I guessed that the train must be moving at speeds well over 100 or 120 kilometers then. Needless to say, my mind took me to the long, winding and noisy rail journeys lasting over 48 hours that I had to endure with some difficulty to cover the distance of about 2,000 kilometers between Delhi and Trichu during the annual vacation time in July for the past two years and the year before. This is West Man and not a developing country. My mind hasn't to make the reality check. As the train was speeding towards Bensasson, leaving Paris metropolis behind, I was quick to note that the population density, as in Kerala or in India perhaps, was not one of the banes of this European country. I had to strain my eyes to locate houses or signs of human habitation on the farther outskirts, outskirts of Paris and countryside. countryside. There were no big trees or cluster of trees or heavy bushy vegetation visible anywhere as far as my eyes could reach. And I could spot a scatter of cows gazing in greenish meadows in isolated places. Altogether, even the scenery appeared to be made to order and planned to the minutest detail, whether by intent or by accident. The, whenever any cluster of houses appeared on view, I could spot an occasional Christian religious symbol cross projecting prominently in air from roof of seemingly a place of worship or chapel. I had known from my lessons of world history that France is a Christian majority country and hence one such outward manifestation of religious affiliation was not unexpected nor an aberration.